This is Sad Boy Radio. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. Episode, I don't know, I think this is 25, 26, one of the two. But today I got another certified lover boy on the episode. You know, this dude, I met him literally the first day, and he's like, you look like a certified lover boy. Literally, that's how I went. And I was like, all right. Then the second time I see him, I'm going to get you some certified lover boy merch. I'm like, all right, sounds good. So go ahead and give them a formal introduction, bro. All right. So um, my name is Ariel. Uh, I met Matt working with him. Obviously, actually, he works for me. Or used to. I don't know. Just a 20-year-old kid out of Chicago or out of the Chicago suburbs, just chilling, going through life. Imagine your boss being younger than you. <laughs> now, nah, today I decided to bring him on because we had a little road trip to Urbana. So that little road trip, you know, it got us bonding and we found out we have a lot in common. Definitely a lot of life changes that are always happening and they always impact you in a different way. So although we are alike, we are different because this dude is in a relationship. Yeah, he's in a relationship. I'm obviously not because, you know, toxic boy fall. So let's just jump into it, right, bro? So the topic of love, right, it's difficult to talk about because it's difficult to understand from everybody's perspective, right? Because some people, you know, they believe in that love at first sight. Some people believe that, you know, you got to develop feelings over time, that you got to be friends at first. It's just, I've talked about it so many times where that feeling, you don't, instantly get it sometimes and if you don't instantly get it at least for me it's like yeah this is a waste of time but you know what is it it'll be fun while it lasts you know what i'm saying see like for me i've been i've been on both sides of the spectrum like i remember i saw that it's like this was my other relation i'm not gonna name which one because i know who's gonna watch this but you feel me certified lover boy status i started dating a girl like a week into even knowing who the fuck she was a week into knowing who the fuck she even was and that was probably my worst relationship yet and that's not to say hey you can't like go with somebody that you instantly think that hey they're fucking you know and you're gonna start dating them but it just happened it didn't work out whatever my boy saw that did the same thing and he's pretty much a fiance now you know you never know what you're gonna get he's the happiest guy i've ever seen my current girl like known her for more than like what like three four years before we even kicked it off just it was just different vibe different things lots of to learn lots to pretty much cry about a lot of pain a lot of love you know you start to learn a lot about yourself i think for me it's like you know it's the one or you know it's you know it's right when you could feel like you did when you were a kid because as a kid you don't really encounter as many problems because everything's so like easy for you you all you got to do is go to school come home do your homework go outside chill shower rinse and repeat next day you're good to go but you were a happy kid you know what i mean nowadays you got depression anxiety stuff like that i just think that the person that ha- the person that you have by your side has to be the person that makes you feel like you did when you were a kid yeah bro most definitely That's an interesting way to put it, and I think that you captured that feeling perfectly, honestly. I always think about that. I think, like, I need to feel a certain way, and that feeling of when you were a kid, when everything was just easier. I think that love brings that feeling into your life where you don't feel stressed, you don't feel a certain way. I just saw a TikTok, it's funny as fuck, because it was like, I don't know if I need to finish all my schoolwork, take a nap, find the love of my life or so-and-so, right? Because sometimes in life, there's just so many different distractions. There's so many different things just weighing down on you. And it's like, fuck, maybe if I do one of these things, it'll make me feel better. And that's why a lot of people find 
you know, distractions, they find they start to go into other things like uh, some people drink, some people smoke, like everybody has different vices that are going to make them feel better. Some people use sex as a vice. Right. So there's a lot of different things that people use to distract themselves. Scapegoats. And just like you said, you know, sometimes you find the love of your life instantly. Sometimes you don't. It makes me think of, you know, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. Fuck. I love Pete Davidson, man. He's such a funny ass guy. They rushed right into that. And right after, you know, some stuff went down, they immediately broke up. Ariana Grande started shading him a lot. Shit, nah. Honestly, I'm so I have such a strong opinion about Ariana Grande, man. I don't like her ass at all. My ex my ex doesn't like my ex loves her, like one of my exes. And no bro, you don't like her, bro. Nah, nah, nah. I don't like her because you know Pete Davidson, he's like he's one of my idols because I like to be a funny but like make those dark humor ass jokes, you know, and everybody looks at him and is like, damn, like you know, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I just think that Ariana Grande rushed it. You know, it's cool if you rush things with somebody as long as they're always on the same page. Something I always tell me and my girl have that. That's why we've been together for like quite a bit. You always got to be on the same page because you're if not on the same page, you're not gonna communicate the same way. It's kind of like reading a book with somebody. You're on page 20 and I'm on page 10. I'm not gonna know what happens in the next 10 pages. And if you're already a step ahead, then what's the point? You know, you're making decisions by yourself. You're not doing everything together. Ariana Grande just wasn't over Mac Miller. And that, you could see Pete Davidson before and after the divorce, or I guess the when they call things off, you could see, like, he's tired. He got bags under his eyes. Like, yeah, man, fuck Ariana Grande. And, you know, the crazy thing is that you mentioned Mac Miller. G-Eazy just made a song. It's called Time. And in the song, he details two people that he loved that had passed away from drug addiction, right? Because G-Eazy himself, you know, abuses drugs a lot of the times, and that's a lot of what his album's revolving around. Now, in his verse to Mac Miller, he talks about how the problems I was going through with Ashley, you were going through with Ariana, like, a lot of the time their lives matched up, where it felt like, damn, you know, this my homie, he can relate to whatever I'm relating to. I mean, honestly, look, this is what I gotta say, right? This same thing I tell my girl. Because I think this is where guys go a lot of wrong with, like, trying to find the right girl. Because they always try to find the non-toxic ones. And they, honestly, there's no such thing as non-toxic because there's no such thing as perfect. I honestly think it has to do with the fact that you just got to accept the way that people are, the way they are with their toxicity. Sometimes it comes in the form of jealousy, which sometimes is the more popular one. Sometimes it comes in the form of detachment in terms of emotional because sometimes you just feel like, hey, this per- it just seems like this person isn't interested in me, but sometimes it's just because as a kid, that's what they struggled with. They struggled to get that affection or maybe they struggled to get that love from people that they wanted to get it. So now when they grow up and they really do want something good for themselves, they can't because they don't know how to and they don't want to mess up something that they think is so perfect. So I just think it has to do with the fact that accept everybody the way they are. I'm not saying go out there and just date any girl, any guy. I mean, it's 2021. Anybody right away i'm just saying make sure that you understand everybody's implications understand everybody's goals and make sure that you understand them and accept them for the way they are because if you can't accept somebody then you're not going to move on Mm -hmm. that's the first step to moving on i believe and creating new chapters for yourself creating new books as well no yeah as far as you know accepting people for who they are that's even harder when people are trying to change you right i don't know i i guess for me it's like people accept you for who you are in the beginning like in the beginning everything is it's euphoric you know once that euphoria just dies down it's just kind of like 
wow, like this person, I don't like this about this person. And that's pretty much what makes or breaks relationships. And I'm not saying that's like the first stop sign, I guess. I'm just saying some people are just like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything about it till the seventh stop sign or the 13th one. Then you get a toxic relationship. You never know what comes from toxicity. <laughs> people start to throw hands. It becomes a domestic case. And it's just not a pretty scene. I think it just has to do with the fact that if you can accept somebody and if you could really like get on page with somebody, it'll work out for you. I just feel like in this world or this society that we live in where every everything is such a fling, everybody's so quick to just want to drink or like smoke or trying to, you know, like instead of showing their true colors, they want to show the colors that they see so much on social media. All you see is fame. All you see is weed. All you see is, you know, not to like name every drug or alcohol, alcoholic beverage. I'm just saying everybody's so quick to not be themselves instead of being themselves. And I think it's because... The world has just made it a place where you can't really express yourself. And if you do, you're seen as somebody else. You're seen as an outcast. And a lot of people can't accept social criticism. And I think that's the problem with this world. That's why you see a lot of kids go into jobs. You see a lot of kids go into schools. And they repent because they don't know what it's like to be out there by themselves. They don't know what it's like there to be out there and not in their bungalow at home, like Berwyn, Cicero, stuff like that. One of my friends that I grew up with, you know, he's probably the hardest dude that I know but as soon as we're in a social environment we could be in a grocery store we could be at a taco place I could tell he feels anxious and I never seen this man anxious you know he doesn't even know how to describe anxiety the only time he knew how to describe anxiety and overthinking and depression was the other day when he was off a tab and that's what kind of scared me because it takes a drug just for people to find out a lot more about themselves you know yeah bro with emotions like that it's not always easy to describe just as you said earlier like with that feeling of love right i don't know how you fucking did it like you just described it perfectly because i think about that almost every day i'm like all right what is it that's missing what is it that i want because just like i talked about with protein poppy it's like something is always missing like a girl could literally give you the world and sometimes it's still not enough and it's just that you know it's that feeling that you said where it feels like nothing like carefree and everything's just easy another thing i've talked about where you know you gotta display your intentions right you gotta display your intentions early on and sometimes people don't get that sometimes people mix it up where it's like you tell them straight up like yo this is what it is that's it like nothing else and they think they're gonna change you yeah they always think that they're gonna change you and sometimes you know guys fall into the same position where a girl will tell them yo like this is what i'm looking I've been for there, done that with a girl you know you think you're gonna change them you think that you're gonna fucking like you can wine and dine them you can give them the fucking world and their their opinion's gonna change but it's not because people you know i'm not gonna say all people but people are just wired like that i'm stubborn i'm a stubborn motherfucker so yeah, me too <laughs> like if i tell somebody yo this is it like to me in my mind it's made up right because it's that feeling it's that feeling that you need and the reason i'm going to tell you hey you know what this is all I'm looking for from you. You know, whether that's company, whether it's just someone to vibe with. If I tell you that, it's because I'm not getting that feeling from you. I'm not getting that feeling of it's not a chore because that's what happens a lot of the times. People start dating somebody, even if it feels like a chore to them where they're like, oh, I got to go make time. Like, no, when you're dating somebody, it should be them. It's already automatic. It just seems seamless, I think is the word that you're trying to look for, seamless. My relationship is... It's great, and I'm not going to say it's perfect, but it's something that I feel like is much more matured than a lot of other relationships, and I see that now. And it's like 10 times they're like probably light years ahead of what I used to be in. 
I think the biggest struggle for me, right, is something that starts to play a problem in my relationship is the generational debt that I carry from all my past, like like my father, my great grandpa, my grand, you know, stuff like that. My dad was an alcoholic, you know, my used to be my mom, like my grandpa was the same way, alcoholic. He didn't be my grandma though. I mean, props to him. That's fucked up that you gotta say props to him in that case. You know, cause hey, I mean. I I'll never respect the man that hits you know a woman, but <laughs> let's get besides that, right? I think for me it's just like I overthink a lot, and I and I think I display that when we work together a lot is when I gotta get something done, like I get really mute and I just want to get it done. It becomes the fact where I just really don't want to fuck up like this relationship, and it's not just because it's like oh like this is the last relationship I'll be in, because a lot of times people be like oh. This is going to be the last relationship I'm in. And after this, if I break up with this person, like, that's it for a while. And then you see him three months later with another dude, you feel me, or another girl. Nah, I've been there, bro. I've been there where I said, you know what, after this one, I'm, I'm good for a little bit. I've been kept to my word for a couple months now. See, you know what's crazy? My girl was there when I was with my ex, and she was the one telling me, like, hey, if you really don't feel comfortable, or you really don't feel like you're accepted and you're changing for somebody I don't think that's the relationship for you. And I was always stubborn, you know what I mean? It took me to finally realize that, hey, like, I got to, you know, man up. Because at the end of the day, if you feel like your love is conditional with somebody or with your girl or with your guy or something like that, then that's just not the right person. That's just, like, I think that's my motto. Because if you feel like you're only loved on one condition or under certain conditions, then you should just get out, to be honest, because that's not a pretty place to be. Because then you start to feel like a lot of the things that you do aren't appreciated. You start to feel like a lot of the things that you do are taken for granted. And it's just not a nice place to be in because a lot of people, I mean, in the area or the place, times that we live in, money, a lot of people kill for money. A lot of people will literally break up friendships just because you owe somebody 100 bucks. You know what I mean? I'm more of the guy, if I lose 100 bucks, I lost it for a reason, mm -hmm. right? If I lose a friend, if I lose a girlfriend, if I lose a best friend, I believe it's for a reason. Sometimes life just has a, has its way of playing its game with you, and you just got to be able to play it. There's always the dealer, and there's always the player. Sometimes you feel like the dealer, and sometimes you feel like the player. You just got to know where you go with it. And love, love is, like you said, it's conditional, right? Whether it's for your friends, whether it's for somebody you just met, or if it's uh, for somebody that's been in your life for a long time, right? I feel like the only time it is unconditional is from your family. And that's just me, right? Because there's a lot of people who feel like, you know, their family j just see them as, you know, a tool to use, that they owe them something, you know? A lot of people don't have the best relationships with their parents where they raise them and that's it. That's all they wanted to do. You know, they don't have any responsibility for them anymore. And that's a whole nother conversation to move it back over towards love, right? Love from, you know, love from a significant other. There's like three rules to dating some bullshit, right? I think I've seen this one. He's wearing like a black shirt. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And he's talking about how love is conditional. And this is from gender roles, right? That seem to be the norm in the old days, right? Where if a guy's not providing for the girl, then he's not loved as much. Or if the girl's not making a home for the guy to come home to, then she's not loved as much, right? And he's talking about how everybody expects something from you, going back to expectations. And, you know, just like you said, that love is conditional. So when you're younger, it's like you got to show out for somebody, you know? 
Yeah, you know, your parents, you got to make them proud because you're going to school. You got to bring home A's, B's. Damn, my mom used to ground me when I used to bring home a C. So, I mean, I don't know, bro. You got a lot to say, and I know that. So, it's a, it's not even all going to fit in one video. The whole point, right, is love isn't always negative. Um, well, yeah, that was, that was the concept of the video, but somehow we went off. But, yeah, yeah, just like you said, yeah, love isn't always negative. As far as, like, this show, a lot of things have been negative, at least when I've talked about love, when I've talked about commitment, when I've talked about anything. And it just feels like the negativity is an easy place to start. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just it's just one of those concepts that everybody writes about where if they're sad or they're down, like they have a song to write about it or something's going on with your significant other. You know, there's something to say about it. You know, one of the first songs that I wrote down on the outline was Maroon 5, right? This love is taking a toll on me in this love. You know, it's true. Like a lot of the times each experience you have with somebody new, it's always going to have an impact on you. You know, I can say that. And I can also say, like, there's a lot of people who probably had a subliminal impact on me, but I don't think about it every day, right? Because there's those significant people that you think about where it's like, damn, they really fucked me up or damn. Like, I remember when we did this, when we went to there or damn, this was our song type shit, right? And then there's those people who you hung around with for like, I don't know, a month, two, maybe three yeah, months, minute, right? Yeah. No, no, short time, right? Because there's right. people that you've hung out with, you know, you were going out with for a year, two years, or maybe even six months felt like a long time. And then there's people who you went out with for like a couple weeks or maybe a month or two, right? And in that month or two, sure, you know, you did some fun things. Sure, you made some memories but those memories aren't as significant right compared to somebody you were going out with for like a year you're gonna remember basically like one to one to 20 ratio right and that one memory not really significant it's just another fucking day in your life that happened and you don't think about it i, I want to say that i don't really talk to many people i don't really like you know speak to many people you know like you said six one month like six months a year two years honestly it just feels like a lot of the people that I've spoken to or like had interacted with over the past like three four years is such a recent and like yet far time for me because um, like I said like I am like I am 20 I don't think I said that on the and four years to me ago I was still a sophomore you know and I still and I could name a bunch of different people that I met in between those times how much of an impact they had on me I mean that goes as far as to say there could be a whole series made about it because when I vibe with somebody or when I have a good time with somebody, I like to really, you know, take it in both heart, soul, and mind. Because you never know. Sometimes when you're vibing with somebody, they might have the wrong vibe, but sometimes it just feels right. Yeah, man, definitely living in the moment and just enjoying that person's company, right? Because not every day is guaranteed, you know, especially at 20, bro. It's fucking nuts because when I talk to people, I'm like, yeah, my boss is 20. And they're like... And I'm like, he's such a baby. And they're like, you're only a year older. But that year feels so significant because yeah. we're we're in two completely different places, right? I feel something that I saw earlier on TikTok. Um, one of the people that, like, I'm usually never one to look at motivational speakers because I, I don't know how somebody could be so, like, positive, right? Like, they're just, you know, maybe it's just envy or maybe it's just jealousy, you know? And I'm not a jealous person. But his name's Vic Blends. He's the barber that just cuts in public. He said... You just got to be grateful and thankful for the path that you're on because a lot of people would be like, damn, this guy's 20 or this girl's 20, drives Lambos in L.A., you know, all the girls, all the guys. 
you know, living the life that you want to live and people aren't grateful for the things that they that they have in their life, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've always struggled with is I've always felt like I was doing the wrong thing, you know, and it wasn't because of money because money is subliminal and it's just an object, you know. And they say, oh, money isn't happiness, but damn, it does feel good to sleep financially stable, doesn't it? You never know what's in store for you and it's why I overthink a lot, you know. Sometimes I double think myself. People want to say, oh, like, you're a manager at 20. You must know exactly what you want to do. I'm be honest with you. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, I just go with it. And not to, like, go off topic, but something that I mentioned um, to cameraman was I don't like when people tell me what to do. And it's not because, oh, I'm a bad kid or it's not because, like, um, I'm, like, really, like, selfish or anything like that. It's just because... I feel like when I start doing things that other people tell me what to do, I don't feel comfortable in my skin because I want to do what I want to do. And that's just the kind of world that I want to give myself, you know? Because the world gives you so little, right? But it also gives you a lot. It gives you a platform to build on. It gives you a platform to play on pretty much, kind of like a sandbox. What you make of it is what you make of it. But that's why a lot of times, like, there's two different kinds of people in the world, right? You open up a box, something you don't know about. It's either you grab the manual or you figure out how to use it without the manual. Now, I'm not saying one or the other is the right thing. I just feel like one or the other just shows how much initiative somebody has to take to be able to do what they want to do in their life. Sometimes we don't have it all figured out. I don't know. It's a complicated thing to think about. Just like you said, it's that feeling of being able to sleep secure at night, right? Enjoying people's company, right? Going back to the topic, you know, about love. Love in its positives and loves in love in its negatives, right? Because there's good and bad to everything. With the positives of love, right, you get to share those moments with somebody. You get to share a lot. Sometimes you give too much, right? Uh, a song I think about is Too Good by Drake, right? You know, I'm too good to you. Or, I don't know how to talk to you. I don't know how to ask you if you're okay. When you got that toxic relationship, just like you said, man, with love being conditional, right? I think I've definitely been in that position where it felt like, damn, if I do something wrong, we're not going to talk for a couple of days. Or if if I fuck up something, then fuck, like, what does that mean? And man, with this, with this one girl, it was always some bullshit, bro. Like, literally, I could, I could do everything right. I could be perfect. Now, this is me, right? Because I always talk about somebody else being perfect. This is me. This was my villain origin story. (laughs) This was my villain origin story, right? I could do everything perfect. And, you know, one mistake, one fuck up, it was like, oh, I knew you, you weren't right. Or I knew you were going to fuck up or some shit, right? Just finding a reason not to trust me type shit. And it's because people are always on edge all the time. And that's the reason I always fucking listen to this song too good, right? This is going to make me sound soft, but I would play that song when she was in the car, right? Uh, what, that's what, what, no, when it was me and her, that was our song low key, too good, because she knew, you know, I'm too good to you. And I would tell her, you know, I don't know how to ask you if you're OK, because there would be times where, you know, she would disappear where it was like, we're not talking now. Cool. Right. There was a time where we went like there were two times we went a month without talking. And she would just pop back up like everything was all right. And you know what my dumb ass did? I'll go right back and fucking, you know, it was some, it was some toxic shit. Man, I remember one time my boy was like, man, she's just using you. And I'm like, that's all right, bro. I'm, a, I'm all right with being used. There's always this one person that you'll always like let yourself be like. My boo by fucking yeah, Usher, bro. I have that go. written down, right? That's the positives of love, right? The media loves fucking comeback stories, right? There's always that one person who will always have your heart. Selena and Justin. 
fucking Ariana and Mac, Travis and Kylie. Yeah, bro. Like you said, fucking those just those three couples right there. You will always be my boo, right? I mean, there's just that one person that you really do always fucking go back to. But like I said, I'm too good for you. But like I said, bro. You know, there's always you know. It's not always negative about love. There's always positives too, right? The feeling you described, right? Going back to that feeling earlier, there's a lot of songs that I listen to that give me like a hope for that feeling or give me that feeling where I'm like... Something to look forward to. Yeah. It's like the song Brown Eyes by fucking Destiny's Child, right? Remember the first day you smiled at me, right? I remember, you know, for some reason, there was this one girl that... Just anytime she looked at me, I was like, damn. For a different type of way. I don't know. When you're looking into a girl's eyes, yeah, it's like, damn. Mean. I know exactly what you mean. You kind of feel like the Titanic, but you're the one being held. It's like a sense of security, bro. Like, literally. I guess a lot of the times I do look, I wouldn't even say I look back on that. But when I do look back on that, I'm like, damn, that's the feeling, right? It's just a sense of security. It's a sense of, like, wow. See, like, for me, it's, like, it used to be that way for me. But I feel like at this point, it's just kind of going through the motions of... Honestly, I don't know what even to refer back to. Like, I don't even know what kind of basis or foundation to base, like, how to feel good or feel happy anymore, right? Because of a lot of transitions going on through life, even whether it's love or whether it be through friendships, right? Sometimes you just get lost, you know? Something that people keep saying is like, oh, you look lost, you look lost. You don't even know what part of life that you feel like you're lost in anymore. You don't even know if it's like, you know? Primarily, it's just love, you know? Sometimes you start to question if it's the one then you start to think about all the time that you invested into it. Then you get angry because sometimes you don't feel appreciated. You mentioned, like, Drake. You mentioned, I forgot who else you mentioned that made the My Boo song. Usher. Usher. For me, some artists that I can name that make me feel like, think about love are, like, more, like, older. Like, Elton John, um, Frank Sinatra. Uh, there's this other guy that his name starts with a V. I don't know what it is. I just think it's because of the soul that comes out of them. That music just resonates, you know? The older music, for sure. It definitely expresses how you feel. And that's why I love music, you know? I've talked about it so many times that you feel so lost that the art is your only way to express it. Or the art that you listen to, that you view, you know, it just makes you feel some type of way. My bad. I was looking. The reason I pulled out my phone is because it made me think of that new song, Pipe Down by Drake. Yeah. It's one of my favorites off the new album because, you know, he says, It's not the things you say, it's the things that you don't say. He says, writing down these feelings, it's been overdue. Don't know how many pens it's going to take to get over you. Yeah, and it takes a fat-ass minute to get over, to fucking run out of ink on a pen. I don't think I've ever ran out of pink. <laughs> it's the expression of, how many songs do I got to write to get over this feeling how many songs do i gotta fucking lay down to fucking just tell you like fuck you i'm done like moving on right but you can't move on i mean you can there's a point in time where a relationship is just done and you know it where you know that like you know we're out of time drake and bryson tiller you know i ran out we run out of time we run our course yes i would like it to last longer but you know you just can't and once you're emotionally checked out, once you're fucking mentally checked out, it's a wrap, bro. It's like Come and See Me by uh, Drake and I forgot who it was. Was it Party Next Door? Probably. Yeah, it's like all she's like is Come and See Me. Like, I think it's just kind of like that's what I resonate with, you know, because I be taking trips all the time, you know, and it just feels like sometimes they wouldn't do the trip for me. And that's just speaking cold hard truth is and that's what, what I've been struggling with, you know, is... How many pens does it take to be able to either express my feelings or to be able to understand my feelings in a way where I know what to do next? You know what I mean? 
same thing that I said earlier is like you feel lost. You feel like you don't know what you got to do next. Like the pen is the only thing guiding you. And when that pen is not there, what's what's even there anymore? You know what I mean? You feel like what you have is lost or what you have is pretty much gone. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's where people want to move on already. And that's where people start to think that love is a bad thing because you get nothing from it from one relationship. How many times you see a female or a dude be like, oh, like dudes ain't shit, girls ain't shit, right? They just don't see the purpose in it because they see such a short-lived relationship or a short-lived interaction with somebody else. And I think that's why I guess the connotation of love isn't everything. But I think love isn't negative at all. Love is definitely not negative. I just think it's easier to look at the negatives, right? Because... There's a lot of bad that comes from it in the sense that if it fails, right, it's also easier to not care. That's like the main takeaway for me, right? Because a lot of the times it's always been, you know, I gave too much or, you know, I love too hard. And it's just, why the fuck would I do that? Why care so much for something that drains you sometimes, right? And just like you said earlier, where a lot of people say, oh, fuck that. I'm not going to be in another relationship. You know, just like I talked with Protein Poppy, it's not that we wouldn't like a relationship. It's just a lot needs to be done to even want that standards relationship. Standards get high and they're not even standards no more. They're just high expectations. Exactly. And a lot of people don't measure up to those expectations. A lot of people have a lot of different things to offer. For you, you know, what are you going to offer me that somebody else can't? And it starts to feel more like a business-like aspect in terms of just being like a friendly and love loving relationship, you know what I mean? Yeah, which is like, fucked up. Yeah, but I feel like everything in the world is kind of like a business endeavor. Like, you can't go through something without somebody expecting something from you or expecting something, like, out of the blue, you know what I mean? I think love is pure when the person doesn't expect anything at all. I feel like when you guys could just be on the same page, like I said earlier, or even be on the same chapter, you just start writing your own books instead of having your books be written for you because we live in a world where it's you're always told what to do. And like I said, that's not the kind of world that I like to live in. So once you start writing your chapter with somebody, it starts to feel like you're more connected with them. But when that book starts to not be written inside of it or when that book starts to pretty much feel like, hey, this is going nowhere, People close that book, leave it in the attic, and that's it. You live in your house alone, and that's that's probably one of the saddest things because then you got to bury another body back in the backyard, you know what I mean? And that reminds me of a song by NF. I don't know if y'all listen to, like, hip-hop like that. NF, uh, in Perception uh, 3, I think it was, in the intro, he's pretty much, it's him and his inner conscience, and they're pretty much digging a body in the backyard. But in reality, his inner conscience is like, oh, who's the who's the grave for? And then you hear the shovel hit the guy in the back of the head. And it's like, oh, it's for you because this is the end of it. Like, this is when I start to change myself. And I just feel like it just takes time for you to be able to understand, like, hey, who's going to be in your house and who gets to flourish in the garden and who doesn't? Since you're in a relationship, what is it that you feel is necessary for it to flourish? Understanding, wanting the other person to be able to succeed without you in the picture and I feel like that's a lot of the reason as to why my relationship is the way it is is because like I said like I've known my girl for like a fat minute and I was always there for I was like pretty much saying like I was the dude that was there for her when other dudes stuck her up pretty much mm -hmm. right and I could have easily you know like flirted with her and stuff like that but like we were saying in the trip to Urbana was like I don't know what it was about this female I just couldn't be on my certified lover boy shit I had to be a respectful man you know like I had to mature up and I had to do what I got to do once I felt like she was her own woman and she was her own person that's when I was like hey this is the kind of person that I want to be for you and this is the kind of thing that I I want to do for you as a man as a boyfriend as whatever you want to make it 
as just, I guess, the partner in the relationship. So I, that's what is it pretty much is for what brings me in my relationship is security and wanting the other person to succeed without you. Because if you can't see somebody happy without you, then that's not the right person. And like I was saying, it's kind of like that song by Passenger, Let Her Go. I feel like you only know that you're able to love them when you get to that brink of, hey, are we going to break up or not? Because you start to question every single memory that you have with somebody. Mm-hmm. And when you break up with them, something that you said was you just don't like to think about those memories or you just rather have them locked away. Mm-hmm. And then you start to make your standards higher. You start to have higher expectations because you start to expect more from somebody that, to be honest with you, doesn't owe you anything. You could talk to a female at a party. You could talk to a female on the streets. You could expect high from them. But what do they really owe you? What do they really like? What do you deserve for them to be able to fulfill that for you? You know what I mean? Like, what kind of invoice do they owe you? You know what I mean? And nobody owes you anything. You have expectations for people and people aren't, you know, they have nothing to give you. I have nothing to give somebody that I just met either. What's the point of having someone and you still feel alone? That's when it's kind of like, yeah, like no more, you know? That's one of the questions I used to think about when I was going through it with that one girl where it was, you know, disappear, come back, disappear, come back, where when we finally did stabilize, it's like it doesn't even feel right anymore. And it doesn't feel like I have someone there to share with. That doesn't feel like I, you know, I have somebody and it just feels empty. That person is supposed to be the person that you're able to feel like your sanctuary, per se, Mm -hmm. because that's like what I got right now is like I've always got a sanctuary if I ever need it, you know. And if you ever need space, like, you got another space aside from that sanctuary to be able to be there. It's just understanding, like, where it is that you need to be at for yourself. Because sometimes a lot of people like to just group, you know, like, me and my relationship, what are we going to do? Like you said, sometimes you got to do things for yourself. You can't always depend on somebody else. Codependency is a very, like, specific and sensitive topic because when it works, it works well. But when it doesn't, it's pretty much the end of it all. This episode definitely took a different form. We we got off topic so many times, but that's the beauty of it, right? Being able to express yourself and being able to talk about things that normally you can't talk about, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, you could, you could talk with your boy. You could talk with one of your friends. But at the end of the day, it's like, who the fuck is really listening, right? Sometimes you just want to feel heard. And that's where I've fallen into a lot of the times where this show allows me to say whatever I want. You know, there's a lot of times where I'll be in a car listening to a song or I'll just be chilling. And I'm like, damn, I wish I could talk about it or I wish I can fucking exp- like I can express how this specific song makes me feel. And that's what I've been given this with this opportunity. Right. Especially with relationships. Right. Because a lot of people, you know, are looking for that closure. Right. They're always looking for something to say, like they always have that one last thing to say, even if you don't hear back from that other person, even if that person never reaches out or says anything to you, you got that shit off your chest. Being able to do this right, whatever it is you have to say, you know, you're able to do that. And that's what's the best part about this. Like like what you were saying was being able to be heard. Something I always resonate with is Kanye West, for example. I just feel like that man's misunderstood, you know. Some of the things he does say are out of pocket, you know. Sometimes it just makes you question. But some of the things that he says are pretty much, like, probably one of the truthful things that you've ever heard in your life. And I feel like I resonate with him because sometimes I feel misunderstood, you know. I just want to be able to, like, say something and people actually take it into consideration because I see the world in a different pair of eyes than what you see the world in a different pair of eyes, you know. I've seen things, you've seen things, probably haven't seen the same thing. Just seeing the world through other people's eyes, like you said, it's hard to understand another person's perspective without walking in their shoes. 
open-mindedness or narrow-mindedness exactly or even understanding their perspective and that's why we got along from the beginning because just like you said you know you're misunderstood I've, i've had a lot of people say a lot of different shit about me but they don't really understand where i'm coming from i've had people say matt's an asshole and i've had people say matt's just misunderstood so it depends where you look at it from it be like that sometimes not everybody's gonna like you plays into the part where like how much would you actually accept somebody for how they are you know what i mean People are so quick to cancel something. People are so quick to think of the negatives, right? Mm-hmm. It's not until you start to invest time. It's not until you start to build with somebody that you start to really, like, see who somebody really is or start to see, like, the clearer picture of somebody, right? From a, from a standpoint, you know, you do look like a certified lover boy. Like I said, you do look, you know, deep down inside, you're pretty cool-ass dude, soft-ass dude, you know, down-to-earth guy. And that's just because, like I said, people are so narrow-mindedness. Like, people aren't open to... What other people go through aren't so they're not mindful of what they say and what they do before they actually do something or interact with somebody and that's why there's you can't look at somebody the wrong way nowadays because then they're gonna assume the worst you know everybody's so quick to assume the negative like i said yeah you just got to be open to it man and a lot of people will judge you off your first interaction rather than getting to know somebody so uh, i've had people have so many different ideas of me it's so funny because you know how you have those horoscope charts and shit yeah for sure so one girl read it and she's like well it says here that on the outside you try to act like you don't care but on the inside you're low-key like a hopeless romantic and that shit was funny as fuck to me because every time i meet somebody they're always like damn you're an asshole or damn you're standoffish or they always got some negative thing to say, right? But that's, you know, on the show, I'm able to express everything. I'm a- you, like, you'll get to know me. And there's even some things that you won't find out and some things you will. But the only real way to do it is by actually having a conversation with me. So, uh, Yeah, like something I mentioned earlier was Vic Blends. Like something I admire about his work is it's kind of like the reason why I'd be called the social butterflies. I just like asking people, like, I always ask every senior that comes into, like, what, where we work, like, hey, what kind of advice do you have for, like, somebody that just thinks that they found their first love or how did you know it was your first love, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You never know who has a story. You never know who has what hardships. You never know who resonates with you and what color, like, no matter what color, no matter what, like, kind of things you're into, like, you just never know. Even just having the conversation with the guy that asked for, like, money on the side of the road. He might have a whole story for you and you don't even know. It's kind of like this world is full of knowledge. And like I said, even though it's full of knowledge, it's also full of misunderstanding and narrow-mindedness because that's just the kind of thing that this is. It really be like that. Sad boys for real. Sometimes you just got to grow to love somebody too. You know, I think it's like the perfect time to transition to the closing of the show, right? Closing the show, I know I told you to bring a special item. So if you want to go ahead and grab that item and you can go ahead and talk about it a little bit. It's something that I said, I know I mentioned my grandpa earlier. He, I didn't really get into it too much because that wasn't really what we were talking about. He was my idol, right? Uh, Grew up without a dad and he was pretty much the next father figure that I had. He had his mistakes that he committed, and that's why I'm able to accept mine as they are. He used to work for a BMO Harris Bank, uh, delivering, like, picking up uh, bags of, like, documents and then delivering to, like, the HQ, right? But something he always had was an ashtray and this coin thingy. I don't know what it is. Well, pretty much just to describe it, it holds nickels, dimes, pennies, and quarters, right? Because it'd be kind of cliche to carry a photo of him. That's why I carry this, because one, it's useful and essential, and two, it gets me out of bad situations, because you never know when you're taking a toll, and you got to pay, and you don't want to give a $2 bill. 
I actually lost my $2, bro. That's a true story. But, yeah, this whole sentimental value because it's kind of like he's always with me. And I'm not saying he's passed away or anything. He's just in Peru, retired. But it's been a fat-ass minute since i seen him. You know, it's just, it's always in my car. It's one of the things that always stay there because I always shift stuff around in my car. I'm very OCD about my, like, belongings and how clean I look. And this always be in the center console no matter what. It's kind of like everybody carries, like, a like a cross. Everybody carries, like, a certain uh, anniversary band. Everybody's always carries something to protect them. I guess for me is my way of coping is just, like, you know, driving, you know, just pretty much being able to let my mind flow and let my thoughts think. It's kind of like this is just kind of like the center of my universe, you know, is just coming back to this, you know, you never know when you're going to need it. Sometimes you don't think too much of it because I feel like when people think too much of something, they get raveled up in it. And I feel like this just allows me to be able to be like, sometimes I just need to put a quarter in, but sometimes I need to be able to be there for me just because, you know, and I know it's just a piece of plastic, but sometimes it means a lot more. (laughs) For sure, bro. That's dope. Everybody needs that sense of safety and security. So for you to have that, that's definitely something special. I really appreciate you coming out today. It was really dope. Uh, We definitely touched on a lot of things that we're going to have to touch on another time. But, you know, that's going to be all for today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for cameraman over there. Thanks for the other two guys out there. I appreciate you guys for having me out here. I'm looking forward to come back and be able to make be a menace to society again um, and be a certified lover boy at the same time. But, yeah, thanks. Thank you, bro. I really appreciate it. But that's going to be all for today. Sad Boy Radio. Peace out. Thank you.